Hello, Grace Auburn family. This is Lee Cadden, executive pastor and host of this podcast here at Grace Auburn Church. We continue today on the podcast in our series of conversations with our staff about how the Lord has led them to this day of being on staff here at our church. And so we ask a couple of questions week in and week out uh, during this series. The first is, when we think about vocational calling, we each have that. And while the calling into ministry is not more holy or special, it is in so many ways unique to the life of a local church. That's certainly no more true than with being called into pastoral ministry. And so uh, this week, uh, my conversation with Associate Pastor Jeff Hollis Uh, talking about their journey from over 10 years of working at the university, he and his wife Chelsea answering the Lord's calling into ministry. And we ask the questions uh, week in and week out this way. When, When you felt the Lord leading, who was there? Who was the person? What were the voices that were confirming the Lord's leading in your life? And then as you think about the idea of work and a job and the way we spend the bulk of our waking hours during the week, You could do a whole host of things, and Jeff truly is uh, incredibly gifted in so many different things in many different ways. He could totally do any number of other jobs. And so the final question as we wrap up each of these conversations is, why in the world would you want to work for a church, especially this church? So I think you'll really enjoy this conversation This uh, on this podcast. This is my conversation with Jeff Hollis. Jeff, my brother, thank you for being here with me today on the Grace Auburn Church Podcast. We are excited to have you along the ride. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Over the last few weeks, we have been, uh, really over the course of this summer, uh, these are being recorded in the summer of 2023, if you find yourself years down the road hearing uh, these podcasts, these interviews, we are Introducing our staff in a way that we hope is encouraging and life-giving and fun uh, for the members and the people of Grace Auburn Church, of our church family. And the hope is that people would get an introduction to you and your story and Mm -hmm. how you came to be on our staff team, but also that we would talk about the Lord's leading and calling in our lives, uh, specifically in today's conversation about your calling into pastoral ministry, what that process was like for you. And the point, like I said, is for people, maybe they haven't yet been able to sit across the table from you. Maybe they're not yet members and they've been looking at your beard, trying to figure out if they really want to approach the willingness or not. And they've, and in some ways, we hope it maybe crosses a, a, a metaphorical bridge, so to speak, of people getting to know us, mm-hmm. getting to know you specifically in this conversation of your journey into Grace Auburn. But we're kind of capturing these conversations around two questions. The first one is, in being called to being a pastor and a pastoral calling on your life, was there a a voice or a series of voices that confirmed the Lord's leading and burden that had been placed on your heart? And In other words, who was there to say, yes, like I see that, I I agree with the Lord, you should absolutely go after Mm -hmm. that. So who who were those people in your life or in your life when you left the university, and we'll get into that mm-hmm. story here in just a few minutes, to come into this staff team to become a pastor and barely begin your journey of becoming a pastor. And then at the end, I want to ask the question, 
why in the world, like if you could do anything else and you've done other things, why in the world would you want to work for a church? Specifically, why would you want to work or why do you want to work for this church? Yeah. So let's start with your journey into Grace Auburn. You mm-hmm. went to just go, go ahead, even though I know in the last season we shared a little bit of your story uh, when we think about serving and we think about leveraging our life for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Tell us your story of just coming back into the church, landing with Grace us at Grace Auburn when we were worshiping at Trinity Lutheran, mm-hmm. um, and your calling into vocational ministry, and I'll help try to yeah. guide us along. Um, so... Yeah, like you mentioned, last season we talked about my wife Chelsea and I uh, went through a season of um, being unchurched, and um, that was um, after high school, during college, we got married. Um, We were out of church for about 10 years during that stretch, and, um, you know, both had a conviction to come back to church um, just because we saw our need for community, and um, we had had our first child, and we wanted... um, our, our child to be raised, you know, knowing and loving the Lord. And, yeah. um, so we started looking for churches, came into uh, Grace Auburn when uh, we were very new as a church, um, mm-hmm. not even a year old yet, meeting at Trinity Lutheran. Um, and in that season, you know, I had had no expectation that I would be sitting across <laughs> from, from you right now. Um, you know, I was working for Auburn University as an IT professional. Uh, really, we were just you know, trying to get back into Christian community, getting back into the local church, um, sitting under the Word again. Um, And through that process, um, I started to develop just more of a hunger and desire for God's Word, to know God's Word, and, you know, really learn um, why I believe what I believe, what the Bible says about about what it says. And... um, Throughout that process, I became exposed to a greater number of teachers and pastors and um, just kind of began to get a greater uh, insight into what, you know, pastoral ministry looked like in general. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I began being exposed to different seminaries and things like that. It's like, oh, there's all these resources where, you know, guys can go and um, be prepared, be equipped to to serve the church and what that looks, what, you know, and yeah. see what that looks like. and. Yeah. Um, you, you know, at, at that point when we first started coming back, really, I was just just hungry. You yeah. know, I needed to be fed. We hadn't we hadn't been in the church for ten years, and and I needed to to be fed the Word of God. And um, uh, probably about six months after we came back, um, I was continuing on that journey of just learning and discerning, and um, I went and sat under some teaching at a local conference, and really just. Um, began to, to feel kind of convicted and, and, and just overwhelmed with a desire to serve the church in a greater capacity. And through that time, uh, that, that six months coming up, uh, coming back into Grace Auburn, I'd, you know, I'd, ha- I'd sat down with Matt and told him about previous ways that I was able to serve the church in mm. high school and, mm. um, you know, I'd started volunteering with Grace, helping with media and production and, you know, was serving in, in a small capacity on Sunday mornings and, um, but at this conference, I, I really just began to get a sense of, of a, a growing desire to serve the church in a larger capacity. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it looked like, mm-hmm. um, but, but really, um, I've told this story to, to different people, and every seemed like every teacher, every um, speaker that got up, you know, talked specifically to the pastors and teachers in the room. And every time they would say that, um, I would think to myself, well, I'm not one of those, but... I kind of think I would 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 like to be, yeah. you know, um, and and so throughout that weekend, um, 
that it didn't go away. Yeah, it just yeah. again and again, it, it kind of was there in the back of my mind and, and driving back from that conference at the end of it, I couldn't help, but, but think and hear in my mind over and over, you know, it was kind of like the Lord was asking me, why are you not doing more for me? Why aren't you mm. doing more for my church? Um, and so really I was just burdened with a, with a desire uh, to serve the church in a greater capacity and, and with a desire to, you know, see, you know, what does pastoral ministry look like? What does it look like to care for the people of God? Yeah. So I came home from that, um, from that weekend, and uh, I came in the house, and I said, Chelsea, I think the, the Lord is calling me into ministry. I'm not sure what kind, I'm not sure what it looks like, but, um, but I, f- I feel like he's, you know, calling me to, to serve in a greater capacity, and she says, I know, you know. Um, <laughs> And so, you know, she, she, she affirmed it right, right then and there. She had seen, you know, yeah. changes in me. She had seen, um, you know, the, the, the different interests that I'd been developing and the different, you know, things that I'd been saying. And um, she had, you know, felt kind of the same pull to, um, to, to what it looks like to serve the church. And so, um, you know, after talking through it with her and praying with her about it, I approached Matt about it mm-hmm. and spoke to him, you know, and, um, you know, told him, explained it to him the same way that, that I kind of, um, had gone through it. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, he was very gracious to begin, um, listening to me, walking through that process with me and connecting me with, with other, yeah. other guys here at the church, connecting me with you. Um, he encouraged me to sit down and talk to some of the elders about it. Um, he connected me with Hoffman, Ryan, um, Hoffman walked with me for a season through that discernment process and what it looks like. And, um, and, and through all of that, you know, I was, I was given the opportunity here within the local church, uh, to be able to, you know, serve, begin serving in a greater capacity, um, you know, yeah. taking more responsibility for media and production on Sunday mornings, sitting with you guys in mm-hmm. uh, pastoral counseling sessions where it was appropriate, and um, yeah. and just kind of being around more, seeing what the day-to-day is like in a church. I think it's important for everybody to hear and know, too, that the, one of the threads that I've had the privilege of hearing, both in your story mm-hmm. and in several other ones over the course of this series of interviews with our staff team is that none of these callings into ministry were done on an island. No, they they were never, they were never done solely by themselves. You know, Caleb and I had some conversation one day about how much, how, or how many different conversations he and I have had with college students. And the question is always, you know, if you could see yourself doing anything else, Mm -hmm. go do that. Right. But, with that goes a certain, and, and this is to Matt's point of having you meet with with me and with other elders, and 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 having a community driven effort to confirm and affirm what the Lord was putting on your heart. And really, by that point, by the time you started sitting down with elders, we were months in mm-hmm. at, at that point of you sensing a call to something different, to possibly pastoral ministry, right. but just continuing to take step after step after step after step of faithfulness and never doing so on an island, never, right. never doing so alone. Yeah, and and it didn't happen in the 10 years that I was outside the local church, you know. The Lord the Lord saw fit to bring <laughs> yes. me back in First. and then lay that yes. upon my heart. Yes. Um, and, and so, you know, I, th- I think there's, there's something to that um, because— 
you know, it, it doesn't happen on an island. No. We don't develop ourselves as no. leaders and teachers and men of God. It's done in community. I want to I want to go back to you said something that I thought was really telling uh, about you and Chelsea's relationship in terms of how you both hear from the Lord. You came home from a conference with a burden for the calling that the Lord had placed on your life. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you had this question of like, I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but the Holy Spirit is asking me, why aren't you doing more for me? Why aren't you doing more for my church? And that wasn't in like a legalistic, you need to do more no. to prove. It was in the it was there is more in you to give to my bride than you are currently doing. And your mm-hmm. wife's answer mm-hmm. was, I know. <laughs> like, and Do you have a sense of how many, like, is this weeks, is this days, is this months that she's known and she's been praying for? Do you even know at this point? I think it'd be just a, if you could put, if, you, if, if Chelsea were here yeah. with us in this conversation, how long had she been in this, Lord, would you just tell him already? I, I think it probably, she had, she had realized it probably within a few months of us coming back into the church because she's she's told me lately that um, <laughs> she was afraid when we came back into church that eventually I would be asked to be an elder or something like mm. that. She just knows the responsibility and the weight that comes with those things. And, no you doubt. know, us having been out of church and having been out of community, it's, it's scary to think sure. about that. Sure. And so her hope was, you know, oh, I hope, I hope they don't ask him to be an elder at some point <laughs> or something. And here we are now, you know, I'm a pastor on staff, but... Um, so, so I think she began to sense it, um, and I think she knew, because we, we've been together since high school. We went to church together our senior year of high school, and she had, you know, she had seen the way that the Lord had um, allowed me to serve the church then, and she knew the love that I had for serving the church even then. Sure. And so now, um, later in our lives, uh, I think when I began to have that opportunity again— mm-hmm. um, she realized that that it was going to go farther than than yeah well just sitting in the back just row just sitting in the back row and Matt yeah. likes to tell the story of y'all's progression from the back row to serving to being mm-hmm. in the booth to saying yes to a call to ministry and now being on staff with our church but while that story for you is very public all of our wives mm-hmm. are as called into ministry right. as we are right and that calling to be a pastor's wife is no small thing it is deeply, deeply important for the ministry that we do together. And so not, she, she senses this burden of, man, if we get plugged back in, I know you're going to do this. And that's as much on her and her right. own calling as it was for you, right? right? And so y'all's story, y'all's journey in is, is so much fun to talk about and so much fun to remember that process as the Lord led you to today. So in some ways you answer my question, uh, what— Chelsea was the first voice that was right. like, yes, I've, right. known, I've known these things. If I do my math right, and you were six months in, and she was several months in, mm-hmm. she's at least two months ahead of you right. on knowing that this was your next sure. step. Were there other voices kind of, you know, you you mentioned sitting down with Matt, sitting down mm-hmm. with elders. Uh, let's let's maybe play off the uh, that, that conversation or maybe revisit some of those conversations. Were there, were there any individual conversations that as you think about that process now that stand mm-hmm. out to you? that really resonate in your soul of like, man, I was on the fence or I didn't really know what it was, but when this was said or when this was spoken, it really confirmed the Lord's leading. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that all of the conversations that I had in general with the pastoral staff here um, were affirming in nature, but 
none of them was specifically, oh, okay, this is, you know, you're going to be a pastor one day Ah. or or something like that, you know. Um, But really what, what, I think affirmed it in me the most is I'm, I'm very much a read and research kind of guy. And so, you know, when I, when I began to you know, feel called and then started having those conversations, um, I started reading. Sure. And so, um, I read several different books on calling. Um, and then specifically one, um, I'm sure I, I can't remember the title right now. Uh, I'm sure you can put it in the notes later, but, sure. um, yeah. but it, it just, you know, it kind of had practically, you know, these are the indicators, mm. these are the desires that you should have, you know, do you, do you, you know, do you desire this life? Do you desire, um, and love and care for these people? Do you, and then, and then, you know, can you see yourself doing something else? Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, and I think it was after reading, I think it was a book by James K. A. Smith. Okay. That could I think that's right. Um after reading that that I was like, okay, well that didn't outright disqualify me. <laughs> I can answer all of these in the affirmative that I really began kind of um speaking more so uh with with you and Matt just about like okay, I feel confident Mm. in this. I want mm. you, I want you guys to continue to evaluate me and come alongside me in this. Um, and you know, as far as next steps go, I was finishing, um, my graduate degree at that point, And I, you know, I thought, okay, I need to go to seminary to prepare myself. Sure. Um, and so I began having those conversations with you all about kind of walking with me through that and, and what that looks like. And, and so I think when, when, when you and Matt, um, started helping me through that process and kind of affirmed, yeah, that's a good next step. Yeah. You know, seminary is, is a good idea and it's a good thing that you can, that you can do now as you, as you work this out. Sure. Um, that was, that was really like, okay, you know, these guys, these guys believe in me. They yeah. think I can do it. They're going to come alongside me and, and help me, Yeah. Um, you know, help me find seminary and, and, you know, start on this journey and, um, you know, walk with me in this. Yeah. That was, that was really, really good and helpful for me. Mm. Um, yeah. That's good. So you begin an online seminary program mm-hmm. that about a year into that, you're doing that in tandem with what we call a pastoral residency. Mm-hmm. And that was really, that you mentioned the season of sitting alongside of us in pastoral care appointments as appropriate mm-hmm. and as we thought would be helpful and beneficial for you. And that really kind of exposed you to the world of what it's like to sit in our shoes and right. in our seats. And then uh, toward the end of that year, uh, we thought, man, let's let's be part of helping start a seminary in this town. Mm-hmm. So you pivoted over to Christ Our Redeemer Seminary. Mm-hmm. Once that got off the ground, you were a part of that launch team to right. even get it off the ground. Really integral in your formation of pastoral calling has been learning while you are doing mm-hmm. And your residency was the first step in that. You coming on staff with us was the second step, the step you're in now and mm-hmm. again stepping into an associate pastor role. And honestly, it's been a true gift and joy to watch the Lord shape you, grow you, mold you, put you into places and settings that are uncomfortable, yeah. that are painful, mm-hmm. that are full of joy in life. And I think I said in the introduction to this series that there is a misunderstanding oftentimes that pastoral ministry is all 
parking lot parties, and I think I said something along the lines of, you know, coffee on the Ross House front porch mm-hmm. every, every time. And those moments happen for us, and we celebrate them. But man, there's there are so many ups and downs walking with people in in this yeah. role, and so um, it's been a joy to watch the Lord shape that in you from. IT at the university, mm-hmm. kind of minding your business, own business, so to speak, to, man, I'm going to pull you out of this. And it's a thread I'm starting to see on our staff. There's a couple of us that buck that trend a little bit. Mm. But for some of us, and really more of us than not on our staff team now, it's, Lord, I'm here. I'm a part of this church. What would you have me do? My answer is yes. Yeah. No. Now, what's the question? Mm. My, my yes is on the table, so to speak. As you think about ministry and as you even considered and, and you articulated, you know, I feel called into ministry, but Lord, I don't know what that looks like. I don't mm-hmm. know if what the job is. I don't know what the role is. Mm-hmm. Now, for several years being on the staff of this church as a pastor, my question kind of in closing and wrapping this up is why in the world? Like if you could do anything else and you yeah. could do many other things, yeah. why in the world would you want to work for a church specifically? Why would you want to work for this church? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, ultimately, it, you know, it comes down because I'm called to do it. Um, and, and you guys called me um, to come and, mm. and, and be part of the pastoral team at Grace Auburn Church. And that calling is not something to be taken lightly. And it's um, like, like you say, you know, if you can see yourself doing something else, go do it. Well, in the last probably, I don't know, six months at Auburn or so, I'd become increasingly discontent just with my day-to-day there. Sure. Um, and, you know, nothing nothing bad, nothing wrong. Right. I love the people I worked with there. It was just every time I had to leave the church to go back to work or <laughs> or, or do something, I was sad. Yeah. You know, I was I, I, I wanted to be here. Yeah. Um, you know, I had that desire. And so I, yeah, I actually began finding, <laughs> finding ways and finding projects and finding things I could do to, to keep me here more often. Yeah. Um, and, you know, really, I think that that speaks to, to one, you know, the Lord putting that desire in my heart Absolutely. to be here. You yeah. know, Matt calls it a, a holy discontentment, I think is what, the way that he's talked about my discontentment at the end there with Auburn. And, um, and, I, I do feel content here. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I have no desire to, to go anywhere to do it. You know, my hands are open. If the Lord wants to send me somewhere, Absolutely. I'm totally open to wherever he will send me. Yeah. But, um, the, 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 the people that I get to work with and the, the subject matter that I get to work <laughs> in every day, I guess you can talk about it, you know, coming from a university context, but the, you know, just being able to serve the Lord and care for his people yeah. is a, an a incredible privilege to me, in, for, in my opinion. Um, and, and I don't take that for granted. I'm, th- I'm thankful to be able to do that. And um, even even when it's hard, um, you know, and so, uh, you know, that that's why I, I want to work for the church is because for one, the Lord's called me to do it. You all have called me to do it. And, you know, he... Um, has placed that desire within my heart. Um, you know, you don't you don't work for the church to get rich. You don't work for the church to build a resume or you know mm. gain accolades or anything. You you do it because it's what you're supposed to do, um, and you're you're supposed to do it because you've been called to do it. Mm. And um, 
you know, following following the Lord's leading and being obedient to Him. Yeah. Um, and and thankfully, most of the time, He He aligns your desires with that calling. Mm. And and so for me, you know, it, I I can't I can't imagine doing something else now. You know, if you know, if I can't, I can't even think like what happened. What if I had to go find a job tomorrow? What would I do? You know. <laughs> I, I can't even answer that question. Yeah, that's it's tough. Good. Well, um, don't ask it because yeah. we love having you here. <laughs> Jeff, this has been uh, a gift and a joy. Thank you for yeah. this conversation. Yeah. On behalf of the Grace Auburn Church family, thank you for listening to the Grace Auburn Church podcast. If you'd like more information about partnering with us and our mission or ways that you can get connected, please go to our website, graceauburn.church.